Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program Today's issues on American Family Radio. Should you want to send us an email, comments at AFR.net. There, I gave you your chance to get it. <laughs> this is if I don't want emails, right? <clears throat> no, we 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 uh, we value uh, people's uh, uh, comments, constructive and in- opinions, and input. Yes, uh, we thank you for that. Constructive opinions, right? Constructive. Notice opinions. I didn't say constructive criticism. <laughs> I said constructive opinions. You know what? I, I just got a quick thing. We've been talking about the vaccine and COVID, Afghanistan. We'll talk right. about more great stuff like that. But there, it can always be worse, okay? This is one reason why the Internet is not always great. I'm looking at a, at a Fox story and a headline. You know one of these headlines in the middle of a story where you can click on? Yeah. I'm not even clicking on it because it says invisible flesh-eating mites – terrorize dc residents it can always be worse folks that sounds like a uh, an alfred hitchcock movie i know or something. it sounds like a plague invisible yeah, flesh eating mites terrorize dc residents uh, uh is this april 1st no that's what it says right there steve jordan good morning steve good morning everybody what you want me to click on i it? said what <laughs> yeah click what? on it what all right, I'm going to do it. You asked for it. <laughs> they came to feed on the billions of cicada eggs that were left last spring. Residents of cicada Washington, D.C. is, the, is the locust, right? Says move over murder hornets. Okay. <laughs> Residents of Washington, D.C. have come under siege by a plague of microscopic oak leaf itch mites whose bite leaves a raft of painful and itchy sores on their victims. We wake up at, at at night just scratching. It's like we have blotches of white paint all over us now that we're using the calamine lotion. The sores are red and swollen, so it's not all right, swollen. That's all it's I not need pretty. That. <laughs> you tell me. Hey, wait, wait. This is the bed bugs on steroids. But there's, there's more. more. Chipmunk, <laughs> chipmunks in California test positive for the plague. <laughs> oh my goodness! All gracious. right, folks. Lord Jesus, come quickly. <laughs> It ain't right down here. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Enough okay. of that. Hey, by the way, on a real serious, somber note, there uh, a lot of folks in Tennessee. Mm. Oh, uh, man. In the, uh, was in middle Tennessee experiencing that flood, the flooding that went on. Yes. And I think 22 people. Yes, at maybe, least 22 have died have perished humphreys county up to 17 inches of rain fell in less than 24 hours that's 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 more than a hurricane that's, that's yeah because they're talking about that, that that's almost impossible to even fathom yeah 17 do you know anything more about this uh, i know that eight days of hope our good friends at eight days of hope are going to be deploying um to middle tennessee yeah Go to 8 Days of Hope website to find out more. We'll have Steve Tiber on maybe tomorrow 
talk about this, uh, but uh, yeah, eight days of hope. Uh, everybody listens to AFR knows who they are. Uh, check that out. But yeah, just uh, 17 inches of rain in 24 hours. It said now it does say up to. Up to. So probably in different places yeah. it was maybe a little different. Well, three inches of rain in seven in 24 oh, yeah. hours. Well, they, they you know the pictures that people have been keeping up with this the photos of cars being swept away. You know, you have to have a, a lot of water to sweep away a vehicle. And, but the power of, of water and power of nature are just incomprehensible to us sometimes because it rarely acts this way. Um, and uh, says uh, at least two children were missing in Waverly after up to 17 inches of rain was dumped in less than 24 hours. Hmm. That's heartbreaking. They get pictures of these little kids. It's it's heartbreaking no matter who it is, but I think we all have a special uh, affinity for, for children and seeing them uh, swept away like this is just terrible. 15-year-olds, wow. You know, that's three hours from where we are, and I, I just hadn't heard that much about it. Maybe it's, it's been overshadowed in the news because of uh, other events, other things happening in our country. It is the, uh, there is the, in, on Fox News, their website, Afghanistan is the top story and the, and the second le, uh, level of stories right below it, uh, Vice President Harris talking about Afghanistan and then this story. So Fox is covering well, you, it. You know, you remember this happened, Steve, a few years ago in Nashville. Yes. And uh, it, there's some sort of freakish weather. I don't know if you call it a pattern or not, but a freak weather anomaly, a, a, anomaly or an event that happens ever so often that uh, is just like something out of the twilight zone. Because I remember Nashville, what happened was this rain just sat wouldn't go away yeah he just sat on top of nashville the greater nashville area like for a week and uh rained so much that the cumberland river this winds through nashville flooded to the point where the Opryland hotel was underwater you remember this right not the whole hotel but the first level yeah. uh, was underwater they have if you go to the Opryland hotel of the Gaylord Opryland Hotel in Nashville, they have pictures of the flooding. Yeah. But that river is probably, I don't know, 200 yards from or further. I don't know, maybe further, maybe 300 yards. I'm just trying to remember from the hotel, and it's way down. Yeah. You know, it's way down. So I'm just saying uh, that happened. Uh, you get these weather patterns. It happened in Arkansas last year. What well, happened to Houston during the hurricane? I forget which hurricane it was. Yeah. Where the storm, remember, just it sat, sat there. Right there yeah, for days. Now Water that now that's that's more uh, that's more understandable, I guess. People say, "Well, it's a hurricane. Yeah, it's going to bring rain." Right. But for these freak rainstorms that just sit over uh, the top of a, it's like it won't go anywhere. Well, that's a good point because a hurricane is continually drawing water mm. from the ocean. It feeds it. You're saying. Well, the, the, yeah, there was another thing that happened. Uh, I guess we could go on and on about these. Uh, but uh, remember in Iowa last year, uh, they had like a uh, like hurricane force winds come through. Oh, the, yeah. the uh, Some kind of freak storm. Yeah. Straight that, line winds. Straight line winds of like 100 miles an hour yeah. just 
ripped up uh, crops all over the state right. of Iowa. And homes uh, and another, trees. Another, as I say, freak. Yeah. A freak storm. A uh, freak weather. Again, it's not a pattern, a freak weather event. But uh, anyway, so sad to uh, see what's happening there. And ben, we encourage our people to pray for the the folks who are living through the aftermath of yeah. this. Not, you know, not uh, not just the lives lost. That's that's obviously tragic, but a lot of homes, a lot of damage to businesses. There was a story about uh, Loretta Lynn, the country legend. Uh, her ranch is near there, I think. And the gentleman who's been her longtime overseer. Manager. He got swept away. Hmm. In the flooding. Is is he the one that they had pictures of him clinging to a pole yes, or something? Yes, he, had a cowboy did, did hat get, on. Did he get killed? I, I didn't I didn't I didn't Look see that. Look that up. I don't want to I think so. I think okay. I think he got I saw a picture of him holding on like a bridge yeah. to a pillar or something. I didn't I didn't read it's, the story. So uh, I I don't want to say yes or no. Uh, I but I almost positive I read that he'd he did he did uh yeah, he died. He died. Yeah. He was swept away in the flooding. All right, Steve, uh, good morning to you again. Good morning. To reset, what's your top story? Appears, gentlemen, it appears we've been wrong this whole time. Uh, Have you been talking to my wife? No. <laughs> no? Um, that was a good punchline. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, uh, re- I wouldn't repeat it if I were you, but... <laughs> Uh, it turns out that uh, our opposition to the Democrats grabbing all the election uh, things in the United States of these different uh, states that are trying to safeguard elections, uh, they're wrong, too, because God wants election reform. I can guarantee it because a Texas senator, and I couldn't find her name, but I want you to hear this is a state of Texas senator who was talking about uh, election reform and the necessary, how necessary it should be. Listen to cut 10. I believe this is God's work, and there's a wonderful scripture about the security of elections that I want to I want to read, and that maybe some of us may have never heard before. It's 2 Peter 1.10. Brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. I love that scripture because this is what our watchers do. Ed? Pastor Ed? <laughs> oh, was it, was she being serious? Yes, she she thought that was talking about voting. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, it wasn't, folks. It was <laughs> talking about God's uh, choice. Was that Beth Moore? Who was that? Oh wow, that Who was is, that we were hearing. We don't we don't know I don't, the name. I don't know the name. I tried it's to look it up, but just uh, as well, no one's talk, no one else is talking about it. But that is. Uh, that that's that's bad that is you know exegesis is when we through the help of the holy spirit draw out of the text of scripture the plain meaning of the the scriptures eisegesis is when we read into it what we want to see there and as they say here down here in the south bless her heart <laughs> Because that that was not pretty. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I that's, when I when that's I heard is that, that the story you you said this morning. Yes. You said I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yes. You just got to hear it to believe it. <laughs> Make your elections sure. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm just now getting it. I got about a 90-second delayed response there. <laughs> but, uh, we ought to ask Alex and uh, Brother Bert, Bert yes. to, to, on uh, Exploring the Word to uh, comment on that. <laughs> all right. That's All right. Let's move all on. Right. That's that's. That's sad. You remember last week or the week before, we had a lady on named Jane Anatello. She is the um, she and her kids and her husband were down in Portland, Oregon, and they were going to have a worship service outside in the park. Down in Portland. Down in Portland. I think that would be, for us to be out in Portland, Steve. <laughs> Up in Portland, over in Portland. Yeah. Anyway, um, down in Portland is a country song. Oh yeah. <laughs> or it should. All right, be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, and uh, so she was on site when Antifa decided that they wanted to attack these Christians. And uh, they did, and they threw these you know, smoke bombs and, and all kinds of stuff up on the stage. And mom was there with her little kids. Well, uh, Antifa, or BLM, I should say, was having a, a press conference in Portland over the weekend. And uh, they, were, they were talking about some direct action that they were going to take. Right in the middle of this thing... Our friend Jane Anatello steps in, and I want you to hear what she said. You're about Listen. to hear some yelling. You are about to hear some yelling. This is cut nine. White supremacy is not the problem. The Proud Boys were not the problem. Antifa Black Bloc are the ones who threw bombs, mortars, and pepper spray at me and my children. My baby girl, eight years old, nearly was hit in the face with an explosive by white people dressed up in all black. Attacking me and my family! It is not the Proud Boys! And you, the city of Portland, and everybody who supports them needs to know this! My black children were almost hit with bombs and mortars! My nine-year-old son was drenched in pepper gas! You, 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 and you are the problem! Wow. So she, and she's got her baby on her hip, one of her yes. children on her hip when she's doing this. Uh, just to reset, uh, to remind people, because there was a Christian prayer gathering at a city park in Portland about two weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. And there were, I don't know, 100 people there so, maybe? Uh, well, at this point, they hadn't even set up, so I'm thinking there were 20. It hadn't okay. started yet. 20, and, and Antifa... The Portland Antifa comes in with their face masks, with their hoodies on, their black hoodies, and they're, they basically start uh, yelling at the uh, Christian people there and uh, throwing their, their sound equipment down. Basically, yeah, and stole some of it. Yeah. Stole some of it and sprayed some pepper spray. Pepper spray. Throwing smoke grenades. And, and, and the, the woman you just heard. It was she and her children were some of the first ones, the Christians who were gathering there, and she, that's what she was talking about, that her children were almost killed, yeah. basically because of Antifa. So she decides yesterday to go to the Antifa uh, press, conference. press conference and interrupt and say, because the Antifa, I guess, was trying. I didn't know Antifa had press conferences. But BLM. BLM, Black Lives Matter. They were trying to blame the the Proud Boys group, and she said, "No, it wasn't the Proud Boys who were doing the problem. It's Antifa." So, and and her, uh, I, I guess now she's she's white. No, she's black. Oh, she's black. Okay. Yes, yeah, she told us that. Well, uh, she said black children. Uh, I was looking at the at when, the, when at she the, was on here with us. She said, "I'm a okay. black woman." All right. 
So I got that I'd part. I take that, her that at her word. The, the point, <laughs> She's identifying that way anyway. The, the point I was going to make is her children, she pointed out, were black. Yeah. The people who were throwing those things at her and her children were white, dressed in black block, which is what Antifa, uh, you know, comes to these, you know, mostly peaceful protests yeah. uh, dressed in. You know, my understanding is they all, they were throwing like flashbang yeah. grenades too. Yes. Those can be devastating if they hit someone or, or, oh, or yeah. near someone's face. It's, yeah. and, and and she bent over to, to shield her children was hit in the back by and one arm. of these things. She had, she yeah. had uh, like bruising on her yeah. arm from this stuff. So that is one gutsy lady to go into that situation right there and let them have it. Into the hey, guys, uh, switching topics again. Steve, uh, if I can interrupt the yeah. uh, stories here for just a minute. I was reading a story. While the Afghanistan is uh, situation is getting uh, almost all the attention and it deserves a lot of attention, the crisis that is there, uh, what's happening at our southern border is an impeachable offense by itself, in my view. Uh, folks, whether you voted Republican or Democrat or Independent, the fellow who's in charge of the White House right now, President Biden, he is allowing our country to be flooded. There's no more southern border. There's no border. Over a million people have come here illegally. We don't know where they are except that Biden is bussing them and shipping them all over the country without COVID testing for the most part. Listen, to that, not that that should matter, really. <laughs> That's kind of secondary to me. It's that we're allowing people to flood our borders from countries all over the world, especially if you voted Democrat. I don't know how many people listening to us would, would have voted Democrat, but maybe you're listening you need to get in touch with your Democrat congressman or senator because unless the Democrats step in here, then then it's going to continue to be an open uh, border situation with millions more likely to come here. Let me just read you a quote here, okay, real quickly. Now, what I'm about to read you is a quote. Uh, we could probably play the audio if we had it. I don't know if we have it. This is last week. Homeland Security Secretary Ali Andrew, Alejandro Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas. That's the fellow's name. We most people have seen him. He's a ball-headed guy. Comes out and he's the, he is the Homeland Security Secretary. It's a cabinet level position. And uh, he's been the only one basically talking about what's happening at our border. Remember, Harris was put in charge of that, but she doesn't know. She doesn't care. Right. Vice President Harris is for people flooding into our country. Right. She wants to study root root causes and all this stuff. She doesn't care. Biden doesn't care. They want to flood the country with the with people uh, because they think it'll ultimately benefit the Democrat Party. Right. But anyway, this gentleman said last week when he was off the record. It was, a, that, it was a hot mic that would pick up. Hot mic? He said, if our border is our first line of defense, we're going to lose, and this is unsustainable. This is Biden's guy on the border. 
This is unsustainable. We can't continue like this. Our people in the field can't continue, and our system isn't built for it, end of quote. Listen to this. In July alone, U.S. border agents encountered 212,000 migrants, a 21-year high, including 19,000 unaccompanied children. Think about that. That was just in one month. 19,000. 19,000 unaccompanied children. That's not including people they missed. No, right. This is how many they caught. Right. Or how many they... And they're really, not, they're really not catching people. The people who are coming here across our border from Central America, South America, and other parts of the world, because now it's a cottage industry, people see that it's open, and they're, they are coming from all over the world to come up to Mexico, our Mexican border and come on in. But what our government is doing, uh, what these people are doing is they, they, they want to encounter border security. Some of them do. Yeah, m- well, most of them. Because they then they are able to get food and water and shelter, uh, sanitation, get to have a shower, and again, get a, you know, get a uh, welcome wagon bag uh, with subway coupons and such. Not being facetious about that. But then they get to be processed and sent wherever they want to go in the country. Bust or, or um, airplanes or whatever the case may be. Or their family comes and gets them. Um, so, healthcare. But, but two hundred and twelve thousand in just border agents encountered in just one month. Let's just say, for sake of argument, that's really four hundred thousand. Because let's say there's two hundred as many people probably. They do, they do want to encounter most of the people there do want to encounter. They want to find these people because of exactly what you said. But I guarantee you there's people that are crossing this border for nefarious reasons, whether they be cells, oh, the drug, drug cartels, drug cartels. They're right. not looking for anybody. And, and those guys are pouring through. And they're generally a little bit more intel and organized to know how to get through and where to go. To but, you know, I, I, I can't remember a situation that I can think of. Maybe you guys can in our country in the last, well, two or three, four decades, where where uh, you can, uh, you, a situation like what exists on the southern border where people can pour into your state, like Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, people can pour into your state by the hundreds of thousands, and there's nothing you can do as the governor or a sheriff to stop it. You've just got to take it yeah. because the federal government who's in charge of protecting our borders and, and dealing with uh, immigration doesn't care. Not at all. Biden and Harris don't care. And there's nobody going to be making them a the Democrat congressman on the border in Texas has been begging Harris and Biden to do something to stop this, and they haven't done anything. I guarantee you they're not shipping any of them to Delaware. No. You know, that's why no, Biden— I, I don't know. Maybe we can talk about this later. i just never seen—I can't remember a situation in our country's history recently, at least, where our own federal government is working against the interest of our own country. Right. So openly.
So, uh, anyway, all right, folks, maybe we'll have some happy news tomorrow. Who knows? I doubt it. Yeah, but we'll, <laughs> we'll be back here regardless. We'll see you then.